0: Good morning. It's good to be with you on this Thursday morning. It's great to be continuing in our time in the book of Acts together. Glad to continue unpacking it with you now. Today we're going to be picking up with uh, Acts chapter 22, verse 22. We're reading 22 through verse 29. Acts 22, 22 through 29. Up to this point, they listened to him, but then they shouted, Away with such a fellow from the earth. For he should not be allowed to live. And while they were shouting, throwing off their clothes and tossing dust into the air, the tribune directed he was to be brought into the barracks and ordered him to be examined by flogging to find out the reason for this outcry against him. But when they had him tied up with th- with thongs, Paul said to the centurion who was standing by, "Is it legal for you to flog a Roman citizen who is uncondemned?" When the centurion heard this, he went to the tribunal and- to the tribune and said, "What are you to do about this?" This man's a Roman citizen. The tribune came and asked Paul, tell me, are you a Roman citizen? He said, yes. The tribune answered, it cost me a large sum of money to get my citizenship. Paul said, but I was born a citizen. Immediately those who were about to examine him drew back from him, when the, for he realized that Paul was a Roman citizen and that he had bound him. Okay, so um, a little bit of history here. The next two... Readings are going to, this, today's reading and tomorrow's reading are going to have a little bit of historical context I'm going to give to you. Um, first, um, I want to talk about the Roman citizen thing. Um, Rome, of course, at this point was the greatest empire in the world. And the greatest title one could really have in this time in the world is a Roman citizen. Uh, you were not to mistreat a Roman citizen. And a Roman citizen had rights. Not everyone who was part of the Roman Empire was a Roman citizen. In fact, very few Jews were Roman citizens. We see, as we said a few days ago, that's what makes Paul's position such a unique position in that he can be that bridge between the Gentiles, the Romans, the Greeks, and the Jews. Paul is able to bridge that gap because he is both a Jew. Trained as a Pharisee, which we're going to talk about that some tomorrow. He has the Jewish credibility and the Jewish Jewish training, but he has Roman citizenship. That Roman citizen, citizenship is going to be the thing that gets him to Rome. So, um, and it, it's Paul is once again we're going to see with Paul. Paul's smart, y'all. Paul 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 knows what he's doing. Um, Paul could have said at any point, "Hey, y'all, I'm a Roman citizen." You know, he could have said that and could have avoided um <laughs> they, were, they had him tied up and ready to beat him i like how it says here um uh it says uh they he was to be brought he ordered. he was to be brought back to the barracks in order to be examined by flogging <laughs> that, that's one way to put it we're going to examine Paul by flogging we're going to examine you by flogging i got i got examined by my parents a lot by belting when i was a kid that's a that's one way to put it. Examined by flogging, they were fixed, they were fixing to beat Paul within the inch of his life. But he says, "Are you? Is it legal to do this to a Roman citizen?" And of course, Paul knew the answer to that question. He was a lawyer. He was trained in these things. So Paul knew. Of course, they were wrong. They were out of bounds for being a Roman citizen. Paul was playing his cards well. Paul Paul knew where this is headed, and this was being this was headed to the place where this is going long-term, which is Paul is Paul is going around the world. He's going around the world, and he's proclaimed Jesus. He's proclaimed Jesus in, in the Jewish communities. He's proclaimed Gen- Jesus in a lot of the Gentile and Greek communities. And now he, he's going to Rome. As a Roman citizen, he has the right, and we're going to see this later when he technically does this, he has a right to appeal his case to Caesar. In, in the Roman world, a Roman citizen, just like an American citizen, has certain, certain accommodations of due, of due process that you couldn't just execute him. You had, he, he had to have due process. You couldn't just beat him. You had to have due process. Paul understands that. And Paul now is beginning to play that card, which is going to um, get him further down the road to Rome, which is where the Lord wants him to be. So um, what really made them angry, what made the religious leaders angry in verse 22, it says, up to this point, they listened to him, but then they shouted away with this fellow from the earth, for he should not be allowed to live. As he talks about how he, he the previous section, um, he went, He talks about Stephen's stoning and Stephen's death. And then um, um, the Lord said, Go, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. And um Paul is telling them that God told him to do something that they didn't feel like was the right thing. Um, that he was um being led by God to do this. And they just they 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 are resistant to it. They had so hardened their hearts. And we're dealing with such fear and such anger that they that they could not hear that God was calling Paul to do this new thing. They couldn't believe it, and so they um, tried to have him killed. They were they were doing everything in their power to have Paul killed here, Um, and that's what they want to do. Um, I just think that's that that's an important lesson for us to make sure that we. Are truly listening, or truly listening? I had I had a conversation with somebody recently about listening for God's voice. I told him, I said, well, one of the first things I told this person, one of the first things you got to do is you got to rest your soul for a minute, because if you're exhausted, or agitated, or so topsy turvy, you, you, you can't hear. And I truly don't believe it's not that God is not speaking to us any longer. God, God's still speaking. God speaks through his word. God speaks through worship. God speaks through sermons. God speaks through music. God speaks, y'all. It's not that it's not that God is not speaking. It's that sometimes we just don't listen. So Paul just spent all this chapter proclaiming what Jesus had done, proclaiming how Jesus had appeared to him and saved him and set him on a different path and on a different mission. Paul had just given testimony to what God had done. But the people couldn't hear, could they? They couldn't hear. Even though Paul told them, even though they had a witness to it, no, Paul was there testifying at this moment. They they couldn't hear. We need to make sure in our lives that um we don't become like the Pharisees. That we don't get to the point where we can't hear. We need to we need to open our ears and open our eyes and open our hearts to receive God's word. Paul listened. Paul saw Jesus. Paul had Jesus appear to him, and Paul heard the word that Jesus had for him. So, I think for us in our our life, that's 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 our challenge is to make sure that we are listening, that we have our ears open and our eyes open, and we have our souls open. Because if you back go back and um read uh, Paul's story yesterday, um the guy with Paul didn't see Jesus. You know, was that because Jesus hid himself from that person? Probably most likely, but he didn't see Jesus. We need to make sure that we are in a place where we can hear. So Paul preached to them yesterday. They heard it proclaimed. They heard the message given. They were given the opportunity to repent, the opportunity to turn from their sins, the opportunity to turn to Jesus. They were given these opportunities and they refused. They couldn't hear it. So today, let's not just read the Bible. Let's listen to it. Let's not just go to church. Let's listen. Let's not just listen to worship music in our cars or in our jobs. Let's listen. Let's listen to what God may be saying. Let's not be like the religious leaders in this passage who had hardened their hearts to hear what God was trying to say to them. Let's be like Paul. Let's keep our ears open. Let's keep our eyes open. Let's keep our hearts open to hear what God's saying to us. And when we do that, then we know that God will speak. We will hear. And we'll be transformed by what God longs to say to us. And that may put us on an entirely different path that we had planned. That's happened to Paul. He was on a very different path. We know the path that God has for us is the right path, for, right path for us. So let's listen. Let's pay attention. Let's have open hearts and open ears to receive. And be faithful to what it is, whoever God's calling us to be. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to pick up tomorrow with um, what happens after they find out that he's a Roman citizen. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.